whether you have to peel it back to see it, roll it a few times so it softens up, or simply cut that bit open. There's a lot of sweetness in life, and we're here to see it. You're listening to The Mango Effect. Yeah. I can do anything. Yeah. Hell no. Two great episodes back to back, 50 50. But don't worry because you're gonna hear it today. So <laughs> let's get into it. All right, oh, how, oh, this week, or oh, how far will you go to reach the back? Go! This is your choices this week. Now, would you rather be a slave for a day or be a solitary confinement for three days? Well, listen. <laughs> I need you to really think about being by yourself and doing absolutely nothing. For that's three the thing. Days. I'm an only child. I did okay, summers. Listen, listen, I did listen, three months. Be, okay, listen, listen, listen. You're gonna be trapped in a room, no human. Will contact. they feed me? They'll feed bread. Okay, that's fine. I'll for be three talking. days. That isn't bad. <laughs> With no water, I will not lose my mind in three days. You'd have to give me like a year. For me Three to lose days? my mind. But you can't be a slave for a day. You might be... Oh, nah, you're not excuse me. Okay, nigga, how you want to feel? Picking that cut. I would do solitary confinement easy. Watch your finally, Watch you know, Watch your Watch Because I'll finally be living by myself. <laughs> which is that's what I've been... Extreme that's way. what I've been wanting for the past few months. I so I would do solitary confinement. Rock your back no and forth. I'd be asleep. I need yeah, a break. Eventually, yeah, gonna get a time. And I'm gonna ask them where my food at. And they don't give me my food. Yeah, that can, uh, no, it's not how prison. <laughs> it's not like a restaurant. <laughs> All right, I'm hungry now. They go, what? <laughs> you get your food at 9, 12, 6. Okay. It's 6. Where is that? <laughs> I'd be solitary at 5. That's crazy. I'd rather be asleep for a day. <gasps> well. We know worst where you stand in the, the race war. The worst they can do is whip me a good time or two. That's the worst. They can't kill you. I mean, <laughs> I'll be very obedient. Oh please, John? I would never, John. I would never, not even for a second. Yeah, unless they're paying me. That's <laughs> blood money. They're not paying me for a job. I'm gonna be six figure and be a slave. <laughs> I would be a slave <laughs> lieutenant. <laughs> What she said, Sus, want me to beat this? You want me to beat this nigger? Okay. I'll be a real good master. So, what's in the juice this week? Oh, right. man. So, Do you want to start off? You can start off. Please, <laughs> <laughs> I have no juice this week. No, I do, I do. All right, um, it ties in my, with my day. There was, there was this woman um, who claimed to have 20... Had sex with 20 coasts and now engaged to one. Hmm? Woohoo! 
Oh, what? Woman decides she Wait, has she had sex with what? 20 ghosts. Oh, I seen that. Mm-hmm. And now she's engaged to... Yeah, one of them. But here, here, That's spooky. <laughs> she got to the spirit. Oh. <laughs> she, she, she caught the Holy Ghost, literally. She, she got to the spirit. I love it. That happened in no, October. So basically, she said she'd been having sex with ghosts since she was a teenager. And then she met her fiance. That's what we call him because we don't know if it's a him or her. But if you talk about getting they, pregnant, it's a him. She met. You met. Wait, hold up. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be LGBTQ correct. You met. She, she met a ghost. No, but if it's not, if it's not her, and it's not. Oh no, she met her fiance. You're right. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I'm trying to add the pronoun to the fiance. No, you're doing too much. Okay. So, basically, she met him on a hike. Then she um, felt his presence on an airplane. And she said, well, I'm... That wasn't turbulence? No, no, here's the gag. She said, I'm a part of Mile High Club. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mile High Club. Isn't that like Air Miles? No, that's when you have sex in the airplane. Oh. So, she has sex with the ghost on the airplane. Okay, but... Because I always hear people say that. And I hear mile high, mile high air, whatever. I think you're talking about you're actually getting high on an airplane, but isn't there? No, it's having it's sex in the airplane. It's when you actually get air miles no. with a carrier. Oh my god! <laughs> no, but you're, no, but I'm saying you're isn't trying it, to go somewhere. No one cares about that. No, but I'm saying isn't it true though? I don't know. Okay. No one cares about no, that stuff. I'm just saying because people always say that for something else, and I'm like, no, there actually is a mile high club, but. I, I get your point. You talking about what bonus points with Capital yeah, One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not with Capital One, but with like Spirit and <laughs> American Airlines. <laughs> but I get what you're. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So basically, she's saying, you know, here's the guy. She they, someone asked her, "Can you propose?" Like, of course not. He has no knees. <laughs> I'm like, duh, because he's a ghost. My bad. And then she said, the only difference between the ghosts is you can't see them. But she said she's that's a ex- big difference. <laughs> but she said, but then again, probably not because Stevie Wonder got a wife. <laughs> they all got wives, so I guess they well, well, Okay, listen. But she said she wants to have that have a kid, and I was researching like having a kid with an entity ain't that how the Antichrist is born? <laughs> so, and I was looking like, is she a Satanist or she just wants to have a kid she with it? Honestly, that's not too... What it sounds like is she wants to have the joys without the pains. Because if you decide to have a ghost child, <laughs> you never hear it. <laughs> you only take care of it when you see it or you feel it. So I don't think it's a bad idea. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Give me one second. <laughs> Are you dumb? We're in the middle of a recording. We're only talking about giving you a second. There is no second. Sit down. Close the door. What are you talking about? I just forgot the tissue. Co-host, the lost in my pocket. The lost your mind. So give me a second. In the middle of a recording. Anyways, moving on. I got real comfortable. I was like, oh wait, I'm home. I could just go. This is why they don't let people work from home. Okay. Where are you going? I was so confused on what was happening at this moment. Okay, so next to the juice. Um, So apparently at a gas station in Jacksonville, 
the gas Florida. station owner, he put up a sign saying, do not warm urine in the microwave. Wait, you said urine, right? <laughs> that's what I said. I said, it probably needs a spell, that's why. No, no, I was just like, okay, you're going to microwave urine. And the first thing I thought was like, oh, maybe they're going to do something to drink it. Not saying that's like a norm, you know, but there's some little studies where you could drink your own yeah, urine. Like box, boxers do that. Like Pacquiao, I think he does that. Boxers do that. So I was like, oh, okay. But then I was like, wait. The common person doesn't drink their urine. <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm like, just thinking, because you just said boxers drink their urine. I'm just like... They're not common. How many boxers do you know? How many boxers do you don't drink urine? Pacquiao. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, know any, I don't know any Is boxers. Is it for nutritional benefits? Yeah. That's why they drink it. That's like how women could eat their placenta. Yeah, it's a lot of that. Uh, it's a lot of those bodily... Placenta bullshit. <laughs> but it's a lot of those things. So... I started to read the article, and the reason they were heating up the urine was for a drug test. And I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. But is that a gas station? So who cares if your employees own? No, they're not employees. These are regular people coming into the gas station to warm up urine. So wait, so they, I, I get it. So they have a drug test, but it's just like. Isn't it probably going to notice you went to a whole gas station to warm no, your urine and come back? It's like, where are you going? because no, I guess they're on their way to take the drug test. So they stop at the gas station, pop their the urine in the microwave to heat it up, and then go to the You might lab. just ask the guy that's working at it, just pissing the cup. No. That sounds more common. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that because they know it's a lab right next to them. So he put up a sign that said... Do not warm urine in the microwave. And the only reason he did that, because a woman got aggressive with him. <laughs> so you said, I can't warm my pee? It said, where it say that I can't warm urine in the microwave. So he went ahead and made a sign that said, do not warm urine in the microwave. Just took away the microwave. I think that would solve a lot of his problems. Honestly, I, I don't even see the need for that. My only thing is, if you come into a store, a gas station, and you need to use a microwave to warm up your... Wait, you don't got a microwave? Of, wait, what kind of gas station have a microwave? Just I, out there waiting for I people mean, maybe like, like Wawa's. You know they're nice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking it's a Wawa 7-Eleven. My only thing is, you don't got a microwave. You don't know nobody with a microwave. You got somebody else. I think it's easier to find someone that ha- has clean piss than to just go and find a gas station with a microwave. <laughs> what are the odds that a gas station is going to have a microwave just sitting there conveniently waiting for you to put your piss in there? That's too convenient. Usually, usually girls, like, they gotta put it in their bra. Craigslist and like, where to find a gas station with a microwave. Oh, this one's right next to the lab. Yeah, but Who I find this information? They know. They know because I guess they're locals, but I know with girls, they just like put it in their bra because it keeps it warm. I don't know for guys, but... <laughs> We just get some. Maybe else's maybe piss. the woman was flat chested, so she couldn't do that. <laughs> so she had to go get go to the microwave. Oh my god! Oh my god! Did you have anything else in the juice? I mean, I got a couple things. Um, did you see Justin Bieber? Um, his car broke down, and a group of niggas they didn't jump him, but they was fucking with him. Justin Bieber? Yeah. So it, they they the niggas what? had a field day with him. So basically, Justin Bieber's car it, it broke down somewhere in downtown LA, and like basically these was in the hood. You think it's like God. sing a little song, <laughs> and he ended up doing push-ups. <laughs> what? Yeah, is this real? Yeah, you go, you go look it up on your oh phone. And then he was playing basketball with them. He was playing with the little kid because you know he can't play with the big boys. Wait, but um, but they weren't like 
like harassing him. No, but you know how niggas can be. Like it's like, why was Justin Bieber doing push-ups? He's not gonna tell. He know he's gonna get jumped. <laughs> Plays basketball and does push-ups in L.A. after car breaks out. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah. And he, they, they, yeah, he sung a song. I was like, oh, he's appreciating fans. Justin know that his ass could have got jumped and his car could have got stolen. Because oh by the time Triple H came, oh, his hair is cut. Yeah, and they got him posted up like a nigga. Oh my god! And they had a whole field day. They were like, and but the no, girl recording was like, "Let him do a push up." So I was like, but they seemed happy to see him though. I mean, yeah, but he but, looks like a regular like dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but them niggas know they were like, "Oh, this just the people." What are you gonna do? He's stuck in the middle <laughs> of the road. He can't do much. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, see, that's just been low key lately. Honestly, I haven't really heard much of him. Hate because they've been hating on him since he came out with Baby. So I guess he got a baby. <clears throat> no, Baby, the song. Baby, babe, that song. Yes, that was like in two thousand four. Yeah, but they've been hating on him since then. So, but anyways, wow, wow. Um, oh, by the way, did you see there was this cat at a catch a catwalk fashion show? Yeah, yeah, that cat. First of all, honestly, that I'm is surprised. Catwalk came from. I'm surprised the one they kicked the cat because that cat was about to scratch people. And no, it wasn't. It was basically clawed at the cloth. That cat was minding his or her business. First of all, I don't know why someone didn't just go and grab the cat and just take it out <laughs> the walkway. Because if I'm walking, I see this cat cut me. That cat was walking way better than everybody on that stage. Okay. First of all, because cats have really good balance. <laughs> But okay. I just like how people just ignored it. Like, they just kept walking. I was just like, I would have been like, so this, y'all gonna let this whole cat. Yes. <laughs> Mind your business. Oh, but I did have one more thing in the juice. So, women that get their nails done, it in fact does cost a hundred plus dollars. I used to think when I'd see those tweets on Twitter, you people are crazy. What are you doing paying a hundred plus dollars getting nails done? And I got my nails done today. And best believe it definitely racked up a price. And I was like, ah, okay. So whenever you get your nails done, you get a certain shape and you get a certain nail polish type. If you Mm -hmm. get gel or if you get shallock or whatever they call those things. And then if you actually get the pedicure and the manicure, that runs up a stack. Like, and I'm just like, what? The heck am I paying for? I mean, a manicure could be by itself $30. A manicure and pedicure by itself? Together. To get what? Yeah. Together thirty dollars? Yeah. Where you go to back alley? <laughs> I ain't never heard nobody get no pedicure pedicure for thirty dollars. The pedicure's thirty dollars. If you get gel. Thirty thirty five, but whatever. But yeah, I just needed to throw that out there that Twitter was right in that one aspect. Twitter's usually wrong. <laughs> they were wrong. right. By the way, I just wanna say, um, those small bowels um was the first American the one like a whole bunch of awards on her um at every event yeah mm-hmm. that girl is i don't know what's there where she Child, took it. I, she definitely took gabby douglas place because i don't know what happened with gabby she was like no gabby, i'm done yeah no no i mean like i don't remember what gabby said if it was something not something racist but i don't know if she like endorsed a republican ideal at one point but mm-hmm. i know because of that situation she like fell off like people were like eh no more. And then Simone Biles, you know, she comes in, she's nah, young. She, 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 she was like, I don't even know no. how, I don't know what her, 
I saw it too. She was like, I had a breakdown, but I had to reschedule it. <laughs> if, I, if I had your life, I have a breakdown every 15 minutes. That's ridiculous. Oh, I would. <laughs> that girl's living large. All right. Is that Literally. all you have in the juice? Yep, 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 yep. All right, cool. Let's get into the mango effect. Do you want to start it off? Hell no. <laughs> Okay. So you already know the routine. Yeah, but you started off the um, juice, so that's why I was like, you gotta oh, start it nah, off. You gotta be fucked. Up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into mega facts. I want so, to listen to the end. Um. Anyways. <laughs> As you all know and have seen, or if you haven't seen, look up Will and Jada's Red Table Talk. I think it was a really great conversation, really open, really honest. Um, and it inspired me to think. And I've been thinking this for a while, not even just with Will and Jada. For a while. Um, yeah, but um, it just really inspired me to pose the question Can you truly love without conditions? I believe so. However, I think at least. From my Wait, say own, that question again. I had a brain fart. Can you truly love without conditions? Unconditional love. Does it exist? Can you really love someone without conditions? No. <laughs> Why do you say you can't? You don't think your mom loves you without conditions? I mean, she's here. Look at this. Have I ever said I, I saw crap get out of my house? That's that's a hard love. I go to jail. If I do something stupid, stupid, and then do it again. She could be like, I can't love this idiot. But you don't. I don't think she'll stop loving you. I don't think because that's she probably to add me off of Facebook. Because <laughs> that's my thing. If you truly love someone, I don't think you just stop loving them. And if you do, just stop loving them. Then. I also don't think it's real. It, or it was never no, it real. Be you real. can't just stop loving It could be somebody. real. It could be real because the thing is, let's say if you love your kid and for some reason they're a, 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 a serial killer that just has this... Jason mama loved him. And he was a killer. I think Jason went through some stuff before he became <laughs> a real, real killer. I, it don't matter. And I think his mama died before he actually started killing. It doesn't... No. Well, either way, she still loved him, and she knew that that man was a psychopath, but even in real That's life... That's why she kept him in the swamp. <laughs> okay, but even in real life, when people... Um, that was her condition. I'm gonna love you in solitary. <laughs> no, no but, but even in real life, when people go to jail, like, people's children, because I feel like we always forget that this is someone's child, because you don't just, like, mm-hmm. men and women don't just pop up on the earth. This is somebody's child, so when people, like you know, people go to jail, and when they murder someone, that's still someone's child, and a lot of times, in those cases, even in the courtrooms, you'll see their parents or parents are still there with that murderer, I want to see what happens. <laughs> Like, I was like, do you get a jail or do you get off? Because you like coming to my house. Okay, so let's bring it back. Um, I do think humans can love without conditions because I, I think it's evident with our parents. I can't speak for everyone, but I know mm-hmm. I've seen it with parents and mine included. Like, no matter what their child does, that love does not change. Yes, they'll be upset with them, disappointed, whatever. I feel like that but love the will love change just, it does it, not change. No, nah, because if you start doing some wild crap, like I want to blow up babies, it's going to be I like, bet Osama Bin Laden mama still loved him. No, I, I'm pretty sure she... I'm a thousand percent sure she well, still loved him. Well, maybe she was him. a part of that thing. 
Maybe she got him started. No, no, but she, I... Listen. Not, you know what? Like, you, I, I feel like their their moms, they, they still love them. So. But I mean, like, see, you talking about parents. That, they feel they're, like, they're, they're, an, they're an easy example to look at. Because they're easy example because they was, I was, the person was up in a vagina. That's my point. That's my point. That's a strong love. And that is a love without condition. But nah, because that'd be gay people... The gay people, parents that be disordered, they get kids. Then they don't love them unconditionally because that's a condition. You stop loving them because they're gay. I feel like, listen, some conditions are valid. Some. So, I, okay, sure. You, your deal breaker, you love your your deal breaker is uh, they, they murder people. That's your deal breaker. Don't love you. Don't want nothing to do with you. Well, I, uh, it's, it's okay if you're. By the way, we're like normalizing murder. (laughs) It's not, it's not, it's not normal. We're not just trying to make it casual, but for the sake of the points we're trying to make. Yeah, but it's like, okay, like, I mean, like, there's a difference between like, you're like murder and it's like self-defense, but it's like, you're consciously, maliciously, malicious, intentionally murdering It's just like, you're like, oh, do you think the Antichrist mom loved him? Well... I mean, Jesus loved... Well, was it Jesus or God loved Satan one time? I don't know if he still do. <laughs> <laughs> Reference the Bible. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I do believe um, people can love without conditions. I don't think it, everyone... I don't think everyone is capable. Mm-hmm. Not, that, not, that they, people... not that they can't, but you really have to disarm yourself. And I feel like you really have to like deconstruct your mind your emotions and whatever philosophies that you already have in place to love someone unconditionally i feel like you have to break all that down you have to break it you all you gotta down. be insane to love someone <laughs> unconditionally because you have to think about conditions <laughs> conditions is like um Boundary, how would I call them? Like, boundaries. you can, you can, can kind of parallel kinda, it to but boundaries. it's just like conditions. Or, like, there's just some things that, like, listen if, again, back to this murder. Murder was such a great thing, it would be elite, it would be legal, it would be illegal. Like, they obviously, like, this is a bad thing, mm-hmm. this is wrong. No one should be able to walk around and just stab someone, it's just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like, no, this isn't yeah. a purge. That's why I feel like, I feel like those conditions. There's- there's valid reasons, and there's some but, things... But, okay, so with that, that's why I was just saying, that's like a morale, right? Mm-hmm. That killing someone is wrong, right? Doing or something heinous, someone. being harmful, being disruptive, whatever you're doing that imposes on your morale, right? Yeah. So that's your condition. But if you break that down, not saying that you don't have any morale anymore, but within the relationship with that person, you break all that down... That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like you have you have to break all that down. To okay, love and once you break all that down and you love that person unconditionally, and they stab you in the face. How <laughs> <laughs> would you keep that same energy? I'm not. I'm not. I want you to sit there with I'm a not. big old smile on your face <laughs> with a knife sticking at you. No, but what? Oh, no, but what you? I love what, you. No, but what you're thinking? I'm saying is like be blindly in love or loving someone foolishly or unconsciously that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that if you if we truly say we love someone and we do unconditionally love someone that comes with it 
Because if you do have a condition like them being a murderer, which isn't wrong. Wait, it's not a bad, it's not wrong, it's not invalid. I'm just saying that's still a condition. Question, so you said you could love unconditionally? I ain't never said everybody. Okay. I, that's, right. that's, I just that's, want to make sure that's, No, no, no. That's, that's, why I even brought, that's why I brought up parents. That's why I said mother. That's why, well, I don't know too much about fathers, but that's why I said mother because oh, I'm they like. they really got it Because, important. because. It's just like they're there for the storm and that's about it. But that's why I said parents and that's why I specifically said like a mother and their child because I know for me, my mom, there is no deal breaker. Because if there was, and what I, at least in the past, what I have thought what, there was a deal breaker, we're still here. So it's like, there is no deal well, breaker. What was those deal breakers? If you Listen, know we're, we're not going to get there. Not, not, get on, there. not on this episode. Not uh, on this okay. episode. Well, like, but, what are these deal breakers? But that's that's why I use that example because I know from my own personal experience, there is no deal breaker with that woman. So if someone killed your dog, you could forgive them and love them again. No, you said someone. No. I, ju- I just said this does not apply to everyone. Oh, okay. No, I'm just saying in like... Period. Can you love someone unconditionally? Period. Yes, I do believe that. However, I think it's very specific for people. It's, it's very specific. specific. And it actually needs some resources because honestly, if I'm a millionaire and my kids are just awful, I love them because I'm like, I still, I'm, I'm still good, mm-hmm. even if they do bad crap. Okay, I understand your point. The resources yeah. in life, so it makes things a bit more easier. Yeah, you think it's like something like, oh, my cat, my kid beat someone up to death. Like, oh, that sucks. But Just I also out. have a house and yeah, a car yeah, and a exactly. good job. Because okay. imagine you homeless and your kid acting crazy. You're like, <laughs> wow, am I, being, am I being punished <laughs> by the gods? Okay, I'm already homeless. That's a great and my point. kids are homo, uh, maniac. <laughs> can't even go for a therapist. They can't even afford a therapist. Okay, that's a that's a great point. And I think with again, because I was inspired by this question with Will and Jada's little um, red tabletop. I think that's a point a lot of people bring up because they have way more resources than the average person. Yeah, so that's I don't beat my kids, but like we said, beating kids is for beating kids is for the the um, average American that makes less than fifty k a year, but, and they're single parents. But they're allowed to beat the shit out of these shut kids. Up. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I understand. How <laughs> that frustration's gonna go towards? Listen. <laughs> so my mango effect this week is being passed on to you guys, the listeners. I'm going to call it the ripple effect. So, do you believe you or humans can truly love someone unconditionally? Let us know on Twitter, in the SoundCloud comments, even on Instagram when we post this week. Let us know, do you really believe that you can love someone unconditionally? Unconditionally. Any sort of Boundary is technically or can be parallel to a condition. So let us know. I personally believe we can. So that's my yeah, angle for this week. If we all have a utopia. No, it does not apply to everyone. Not to everyone. That's why I said I don't think everyone is. When I say I don't think everyone is capable, I mean, like I said, you have to break yourself down. Not saying that you're humanly, like you, you cannot yeah, do it. Yeah, break yourself down yeah. like an insane person. <laughs> 
<laughs> we do it all the time when we figure out identity, okay? So whatever, but um I Just definitely be crazy. I That's think all you gotta do. I definitely believe we can. So my mango effect this week is rippled to y'all. Let me know in the comments, add us on Twitter. Do you really believe humans can love unconditionally? Please respond. <laughs> y'all don't. <laughs> y'all don't. That's what be. <sighs> All right. Oh so, God. that's my mango effect this week. That would be funny. <laughs> All right. So, my mango effect this week, we're going to talk about obligations. And. <laughs> oh. Okay. The, the art of tricky someone to think you have obligation towards them. Because this, me being at work, at office job, forget about the actual work. It's everything else around it. It's a mind game. It's a survival of the fittest. Game theory? What's game theory? Oh, maybe not game theory. So basically game theory, it's like in sociology where if... Let's say me, you, and a third person, we did a crime together, uh-huh. and then cops have us each in separate rooms, <clears throat> and they're trying to crack us to see who could tell the truth or snitch on one, one another. Uh-huh. Game theory is like, we're now thinking, if I don't say anything, you might say something to turn it on me, so now I need to say something so you don't turn it on me, so I could just get it out on you, so I could be safe. Oh. Game theory. No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's 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 too intricate. No, it's just it's just a mind game. That's why it's called game theory. Cause you're sitting here playing like, okay, who about to get me? I gotta get you for you get me. Damn, and you only got one life too. Yup. (laughs) Get them or get ten years. Damn. Alright, so basically about obligation, because I was reading on like the rule of obligation. Basically, it states when the other person do something for us, we feel Say something again? I didn't hear all that. The rule of obligation, because I have to, I, it's such a strong thing that I don't think a lot of people focus on. You could trick people. So basically, the rule of obligation states that when you do something for, for someone, we feel a strong need, even a push to return the favor. Mm-hmm. Return this favorite risk of the obligation created by the first. Bro, slow down. What? I thought I like, was. No, you were like that last part that you were saying. You just started going. Oh, That's why I'm okay. like, slow bye, down. Bye, bye, bye. I don't know Returning what you're saying. Returning this favor rids us of the obligation created by the first good deed, basically, whatever the person did. So, like, basically, it could be little things like an unsolicited gesture, like if someone smiles. Mm-hmm. You naturally smile But sometimes if you're having a crappy day, you, you don't want to smile, but you end up doing it out of obligation. Mm-hmm. Amen. I think it's not obligation. If someone holds the door, usually you'll say, thank you. Mm-hmm. Even though the person didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And you didn't ask, but you out of obligation. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I was like figuring out. It's like, how does this affect a person's thinking and when you're trying to do things for someone because like when I was at you know working I drive my coworker who was a I say classmate. We met in high school so You better hope he doesn't listen to this. I mean he can listen to it, I don't care you a whole nigga. Okay. But anyhow we met in high school. I hope nobody talking about me on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, because here's the thing. We went to high school, we had this connection. Mm-hmm. So it's like at first I'm like I'm thinking, okay, we're we we're like friends, right? Kinda sorta. No. Because that's the thing, is like um what I realized was sometimes what obligation before we get 
dive into it, I know, like, when someone shares something personal or private with you, that's an obligation right there. Now you feel like you trust the person. Now you feel like sometimes a common person, because I know you think it, like, I'm not, if someone tells me something, I'm not going to tell them nothing. But an actual average person, you tell me something secret or, like, a You're tip obligated or, to tell someone? I'm like, if I find some information, I'm going to be like, well, I'm going to tell you what's up, because you told me something. Wait, you got to, like, really specify your example. Because if it just sounded like if I told you something personal Mm -hmm. and now you're just going to tell me something something about you Mm -hmm. personal to me. Mm -hmm. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, But it could be like that or it could be like if someone gives me a tip Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, look out for... Oh, just looking out. Yeah, looking out. Okay. But it's like it creates this false intimacy because when I'm with my classmate slash co-worker I'm thinking we're all buddy buddy we're all friends we're talking we're you know it's cool like we're driving driving him to work I'm picking up his mom to work I'm all cool and chilling and then I, I start to realize like and there's like little things say oh we're this ain't your real friend yeah this ain't my real friend because I'm like I realize I'm like so once your transportation gets fixed. We're not hanging out no more. Mm-hmm. And when I realized when we only had time we're hanging out, because we're in the car, and how awkward it's gonna be if we just sit there silently. Mm-hmm. And then it's just little things like, oh, let's just stop here. Let's just do this. Oh, I got you. I got these little words, and I and it's like when you like start talking or you start sharing something personal. It feels like a connection. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, again, when he tells me something personal, if he likes someone or something, I feel obligated to say the same thing. Or if it's like something like, oh, I fucked this bitch. I'm like, okay. Well, let me tell you my story. And I fucked like, this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it creates this false intimacy. It's like, yeah, I'll like, we're sharing stuff. And it's like, no, 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 no. Because I'm sharing stuff out of obligation. It's not like. We sat down and I'm like, all right, let me just talk to him and just, no, no, mm-hmm. because I feel like, okay, well, since he said something extra personal, I would say something back. Mm. You know, that's funny because I think people do that, like that obligatory yeah. type of conversation or just like interaction. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand it slightly, but I, I still, I'm still like, you still have a choice within those yeah. times, but because you said when someone he says something and you feel obligated to say something back, I feel like that also causes problems. Like whenever, oh, yeah. whenever you talk to someone, for example, let's just use this as throw this as an example. This still kind of goes with the obligatory thing mm-hmm. theme that you're going with, but I'm just looking at the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, you come in, you tell me, "Oh, I'm so tired. They had me working and slaving for 20 hours today. It's only 24 hours a day," and I go, "Oh." Well, I just got off work and I was working for 36 hours. <laughs> I feel I feel obliged to tell you now or try to like one up you in a way because yeah. you just told me this. Now I have to come back. I feel like that's also like it, it becomes like slightly like you're competing because mm-hmm. this person just told you that piece of information. Now you feel obliged to tell them a similar piece yeah. of information. But- and that's when I'm like, you're kind of competing in a way. So are you really, do you really feel obliged to do so or do you feel like you have to compete? That's well, just see, the other side that's, of the That's point. what I'm saying. Because I'm going to say, when someone said, oh, I don't 
don't got money this week. I'm like, I didn't eat nothing all day. So you see what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, but I have to tell I keep that to myself. Mm-hmm. But like, I understand because like thinking in my head is like, you know, there's only someone that got it worse than you, mm-hmm. and you're over here. But you won't think like that because the world revolves around you. No matter how much you think about it, it does. But uh, another thing I, I realized with the trickery with obligation is like, you ever have someone give you a gift and it's like out of nowhere and then next thing you know it, someone asks you like this little, little favor that doesn't sound much, but you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. Let's say I get you something. I'm like, here's some cake. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, two, a day or two later, hey, can you drop me off at this airport right quick? I don't got gas, nothing. Sure. Hey, can you pick me up at this airport? Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Can you do this? And it's like, it doesn't seem a lot, but what you're thinking is, oh, this person just got me a cake out of nowhere. So maybe I should do whatever it is they're asking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you don't second guess it until it's too late. Because that's the thing with obligation, and we use that as a trickery. Psychologically, you figure it out. Like, you're going to think of like... When it's too late. When you did the deed. When you did the deed. But it doesn't (laughs) last long, but once you figure it out, then it's just a, a hard stop. It's like, nah, I can't even fuck with you no more. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta rethink what all we're doing. Now I was like, you know, I don't even want to be around you no more. Mm-hmm. And that's why people were like, well, obligation. I'm just like, this, this is 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 a is is a persuasion, a very mm-hmm. complicated version of persuasion. It's just like when people text you, hey, how yeah, are yeah. you? And they seem like they care about you, and then they. Go boom into. Could you pick me? Yeah, go yeah. straight into and a favor. Some, sometimes when they do like a little, like a big favor, mm-hmm. like okay, oh, take me to the airport. No, okay, can you just take me to this movie? It's like they'll try to get yeah. you to do something. And I'm just like, this is the shit I don't like. This is the crap that it, it, it sucks because when you're a nice person like me, who's dumb naive, I'm like. Oh, course people be giving me opinion i'm like i gotta give you a thousand dollars like honestly like when the situation went home when i pick him up and stuff i was like oh he helped me get a job and then i was like first of all i did the interview i mean you Hello. could you could recommend someone but they don't do the interview not like i sat there and said hi i'm dakari and then i got the job Mm-hmm. No, I had to work. I had to do something. I had to sell myself. Mm-hmm. And then, it's, but it's just like when you think about it, when someone saying, "Well, you don't wait for me. I, you got the job," and you just it's in the back of your head. Is it in the back of your head? Because it seems like it's in the back of theirs, and that's just something for them to yeah, tell. But exactly, that's something for them. That's why obligation is a trickery. Because mm-hmm. they're like they're used to. It. They know. What it's gonna do? And it's always a personality type because it's not. It doesn't work on everyone. It doesn't work on the strong will or the people that aren't like I give people chances. Mm-hmm. And if you see a, a like a type A person like yourself, it probably won't work on you. It sure like, don't. It won't. I take. But me, <laughs> they'll be over there. Oh, here's a piece of cake. Oh, let me just eat a back massage. Can I go to? Can you take me to work? Sure. Because <laughs> I just think about those little things. But, like, so my big effect to that is don't trick people to think into thinking, oh, my God, my grammar. <laughs> Your big effect to that is don't trick people into thinking that, do not trick people 
with using obligations because eventually people will catch up to your tactics and move away from you basically Mm. so would you have an inverse mango effect to how to not necessarily just say don't trick people what would your mango effect be to people that are being tricked if you're (laughs) (laughs) no it is late at night (laughs) because i'm thinking i'm like i mean for those that's being tricked it's it's either two things if you're being tricked (laughs) (laughs) or if it's too late or even two things you can be a bigger person and just walk away or you can cuss that person out and then y'all start fighting a bigger person (laughs) i mean yeah because honestly it's it's you can look out for the p's and q's but it's really hard because majority of the time it looks like and it always seems like it's coming out the person's heart Mm -hmm. so that's why it's like you need discernment (laughs) basically because it's like you can't it's it's like if your mom does something for you, and they could do it too, and it might not be a big deal because it's your parent, but they're still using that same tactic. Mm. But you, like again, you all have to start second guessing every nice thing, and that's stressful enough. <laughs> I'm just talking from experience. If someone say, "Hi, how you doing?" I'm like, "What you want from me?" <laughs> that right there, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's either once you get tricked, you walk away, or you be confrontational because <laughs> it the deal will already been happening by the time you realize it. Mm-hmm. And that's always the case. You 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 know say it's not like you catch it before, like ha ha ha, you were gonna say something. <laughs> like no, the deed is already done. Because if it wasn't done, then you wasn't tricked. Okay, all right, that's good. I I like that. Through a wrench in my car, <laughs> I was like, huh? So <laughs> discernment. All right. Well, what's the guilty pleasure this week? Now. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> I'll tell y'all my guilty pleasure. Yeah, tell me your guilty pleasure. My guilty pleasure this week is Wet Willy Sex on the Beach. Oh my gosh, if y'all go get the sex on the beach in the blue water, clear water. No, that's a city in Florida. It's some sort of water. It's also a beach, too. It's blue, but they got dead fish on that beach. They got some good drinks at Wet (laughs) Willy's. I like how you segue in that. So, yeah, that's my guilty pleasure this week. Sex on the beach at Wet Willy's. So divine. Oh, meal prepping. And I really get all my work done. It sounds lame, but when you work a regular job, but you're talking to someone that's been working since you was 14. Listen, I've been working since I was a nine. 20. Listen, you came out the room with a briefcase. That's not my fault. That's all on you. That's all on you. Okay. Sorry I had a childhood. Okay. My bad I had fun. Whatever. Thanks for listening. Family accountant. Follow, follow us at The Vega Effect on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. See y'all next week. Don't forget to look out every Wednesdays for a dose of daiquiri. All right, y'all boys. Peace. Bye.